welcome to the latest edition of the Black Jack Package of Boy the Rated R. Ryan, you know what it is. And I'm here with two of my fellow hosts, none other than the playmaker himself, Rudy Jeffrey and Starting. Parse Retro. How are my guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're good. I mean, the entire world is basically waiting on the series finale of of the U.S. elections. Um, because uh, wait, you mean the U.S. elections or just the U.S.? Nah, the U.S. is a, a continuing saga. <laughs> I think you're good unless you live in America. Then you're <laughs> then you're not having a good day. No, no, you know what? Somebody, somebody said this on uh, on Facebook. No, Facebook or Twitter, and they said this is literally like watching the fall of Rome. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, we really is, watching this? This is for real? Like, it is. It is the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to Americans right now is just having the whole world look at how messed up and corrupt your system is. <laughs> you guys can't even pick a, a president. No, y'all can't pick and a president. You ha- and you only had two... Vi- you had two days to do to deal no, with this. No, not even two days. I was about to say That's, like two viable options, right. but they're not even viable. We've had three other different elections this year from three different other countries. We had one from France that was resolved in a day. Okay, we had another one that was, of course, in Iran. That was resolved in a day. Yo, Iran had a better election than you. What is going on in America? Before I'm we just, get to that, before we get to that, uh, we're just going to welcome everybody here to the show. If you haven't realized, this is our election day we days special this is how we're going to be calling it our election days special uh and we're going to be talking a lot of political news but before we begin we're just going to tell everybody make sure to have verified news when it comes to this these are just our thoughts and our reactions to what's going on in the united states and don't forget to like share subscribe send it to all your friends especially those who live in mongolia they're important um so Back to Paris. Paris, um, you are generally our American correspondent, the person who tells us literally all the news that's going on in the States. <laughs> My name is Don on CNN. <laughs> and if there's anybody who is so who is both emotionally, spiritually invested into this entire election out of our entire group, it's you. And how do you feel about these past few election days where you've literally been living on the edge of I'm going to burn this country on, on fire or I'm going to burn this country on fire. Yo, mind you, yo, I'll be on parts. Before parts starts, I just want to say I've been rewatching Dawson's Creek and every time you think America is going to get their shit together just as much as every time you think Dawson and Joey are going to get their shit together and be together. <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> Like, somebody has to be cheating. Somebody has to be doing his own thing. Somebody, somebody has to. It's and it's always like has to be seeing somebody else at the time. We're 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 about to be, like we're about to get together. Everything is going to be fine. America's finally going to know peace. We're going to solve our issues. We're going to get there. America says, whoa, 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 mess. America without any drama, right? (laughs) Like, that's how that's how you know God is a good scriptwriter. He said, oh, y'all thought this was going to be done. I, I mean, am convinced God loves comedy and God loves drama. Yo, Maybe a, bit, a tad bit of toxicness. Bro, because you can't bro, have any life without it. 
Bro, God, God is he the God of the devil? But someone's writing that book and he is heated. <laughs> that pen uh, is hot right now. I am 110% embarrassed of my country. I've never said that before. Wait a minute. Please history, speak louder for the people in the back. In the history of myself as being an American, I have never been embarrassed. I've never been. I've, I, I wasn't embarrassed about 2008. I wasn't embarrassed about 2016. I wasn't embarrassed about 2012. And I'm not just talking about election stuff. I'm talking just things that happened in America that are big. I wasn't, I wasn't embarrassed when Lehman Brothers went bankrupt. I wasn't embarrassed when uh, Obama was elected. I wasn't embarrassed when, you know, we, we had the whole uh, Michigan Flint episode. I wasn't embarrassed when we had this whole uh, George Floyd thing. I wasn't embarrassed. I have yet to be embarrassed as an American. This is the first day ever. I've been, I'm embarrassed. Listen, I'm, welcome, I'm welcome to the shame the rest of us look like. You know what? You know what America is to the rest of the world? Bad reality television. But yeah, we, <laughs> no, we literally no. been exposed. We've been exposed as a bad as a bad person. Play. Let me let me tell you guys how I feel personally about watching this election. This election, I'm going to say this in a way that is easily understandable. Is like the world is this big family and America is like the cool older brother who's finally the brother you look up to, the 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 brother that your parents like and the he IMF, finally screwed up. He finally screwed up. And all the younger and all the dirty laundry comes out. He dropped out of college. He moved to <laughs> Vegas. He, 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 Bro, he, no, 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 he no. He's no, no. still hype for this guy. He <laughs> got, he got multiple different women pregnant. Like, oh, he did wow. everything <laughs> that your parents would have killed him for. And all the younger <laughs> siblings are partying because we're like, finally. Our parents see what we see all the time. Yep. Not yep. perfect. The states have decided to officially. No, and you, no, themselves. another thing is. Yes, I said it. No, they no, no. <laughs> Go ahead, play. Go ahead. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. I want to hear your opinion. Bro, no, you know the thing about this is, it's like, I like the family analogy. I think it's like the cousin everybody likes kind of looks up to everybody knows they're messy but it's never been out of control the last five years have been out of control and everybody's like settle down like literally has never been more no no i'll be you know what i hate it when americans say that america has always been divided let's be a hundred percent i'm a history major who actually studied a lot about america and I will tell you, and I've like cousins, family members, and friends from America. America has always been divided. It's a, it's called the United States for a reason. I have something for it. I have something for it. This is something you can't find in the history books. Yes, racially, it's been divided. But every American knows that when you get there, there's one singularity that combines everybody else, and that's the American dream. Now, mm. For those in the modern age who don't know what the American dream is, the American dream says and states that you can have whatever you want and anything you want if you work hard enough. Yes. That was true from 1960 all the way to 2010. 
obviously it's not true anymore and that's what rudy's referring to that the country is not divided but it's just it's just embarrassing no so, no 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 parts parts wait a minute no parts before you, I, I would play you, play before yeah, you go through play play you ain't got all the answers let me let me ask parts this let me ask you this are you a loyal american or are you loyal to the city of chicago to the state of illinois it's a good question. Because that's that's the thing about Americans. See, us Canadians, many Canadians aren't loyal inherently to our province, unless you're from Quebec. We couldn't care less about our province. We care about the country. And if you come to the country, cool, bet you are part of this melting pot where you're proud of your country. And you, so tri- and you strive a cultural mosaic where everybody can be themselves. Pars, can you say the America is in the same way? Can you say that America is divided or it's just finally revealing its true colors like a Cindy Lauper song? Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the true colors are coming out, but it's also just been just the stupidity of what's been going on. First of all, you know, let's talk about it from an American perspective. We have not had this many things to be angry or upset about. There's been a lot of things across history where we've been like, yo, man, what the, like, what is going on? You know, <laughs> but this is, this is just, it's it's not about Trump. I get, I, I think that's what the thing people are getting at me. At. It's not about Trump and who he is. I mean, trust me, it's America. People are out there who've done a lot worse. People in America and people in America who know, you live sometimes next to, you know, registered sex offenders and it's completely normal yeah. canada doesn't have that where the sex offender has to hit your has a knock on your door and say hey by the way just want to let you know because my PO officer comes around i am a registered sex offender and uh, i gotta sit here and and uh, tell you that like canada doesn't deal with that kind of stuff in america that is part of the custom there are millions and millions of americans out there who are in and out of jail who are here one day not here another day my point is like this is this has gone so far out of the realm when you start to ask yourself what is the direction of america and if we go through the history books you know 70s with nixon the, the idea is to now guarantee yourself as the hegemon 80s you know war on the war on drugs we we want to run the entire we want to run this like a business 90s we are in charge of, of international development not just our development the computer and that created here you know computers everything and then so on and so forth, having the banks, having everything controlled through them, getting control of the IMF these days. And now it's like, well, you ask yourself at a domestic standpoint, what is the actual direction of America? Are we going towards, you know, racial equality? Everybody gets an opportunity of a job. You know, everybody, you know, the American dream is still alive. Like these are the questions that people are asking as domestic Americans, and we have no answers for them. And like Rudy, like Ryan said, it's been going kind of smoothly along. And this is the real point where you start to say, America has a really big problem. Because if you can't even pick a president, what kind of country are you? Well, a listen. non-functioning one. No, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you guys straight up. Now, the reason why I was, I'm going to combat the American genome a little bit, and I'm going to combat the whole United States being united. Let's be 100%, because the United States, this is technically your third government. The problem, the, the problem with the United States is that the United States were built on the idea, first of all, 
the United States works when they are fighting against one common enemy. Yes. Right? You fought the they British, then we fought the Mexicans. Exactly. If you look in American cool. history, you guys are 100% better when you guys are fighting a common enemy. And you guys all have the same values, and your values are in direct opposition to the other uh, to the other country or, or thing you're fighting. Now, that saying that, that basically you guys are united as long as your interests are united. Because otherwise, let's be 100% honest. The way people live in California is different from the way people live in Oregon yes. or Minnesota or mm. Florida, Texas. And they have different values as well. Everybody Scott, lives differently than Florida. That's true. Everybody. Like, even kinda, I mean, that kind of notion is probably the same in other countries too. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure people on the west coast of Vancouver don't think the same way as Toronto people. No, no. But, you know, I, I, would, I would almost fight that a little bit. I think, yeah. Our, the the culture might be a little bit different because our friends yeah. that live in Vancouver, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like there's still a more interconnectedness because like Canada has always been about the welcoming, the, like the welcoming you. I'm not saying it's not racist. I'm not saying that we're perfect. I'm just saying it's always been like, we're welcoming you. We're not perfect, but we're welcoming you. You know what I mean? So like because everybody had a period of everybody's fully aware that at some point you were the outsider. Yeah. And then they so in the nation in a nation full of outsiders, everybody is in the home. Mm-hmm. And problem with America, you can live in America and be the outsider all the time. Like well, everything's just divided up, right? The, Zip codes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you could be you could be in one section of the block, and that's completely safe with a bunch of rich people. On the other side of the block, you could be in the hood. It's it's bro, like that. But I've literally said this every time I've gone to Chicago, literally, and I think I told you this. What and there are hoods here too, right? But it's different because in the U.S. or at least in Chicago, other places are a little bit different, but especially in Chicago, literally where the well-off people live and yeah. where the people who are um, impoverished are literally a block away. Yeah. You can walk from, like, it, like it, it didn't make sense. Like, I but literally... It's divided. Like, it's divided in a sectioned way. The same thing with your zip codes. Like, it, it's divided even racially where if you say you're from a certain zip code, you know for a fact that that's a black gentrification versus a Mexican gentrification, white t- predominantly uh, gentrification. It's like yeah. that. And now that's that's the one part where I would say it's a little bit un- like there's been it's not united because and I watched this beautiful tech talk on it. If I can find it, I'll, I'll link it below. But so the problem with America is America has is fighting multiple wars on multiple fronts. Yes, like the Chinese are your economic enemy. Yeah, the Russians the Russians are your um, political and your political enemy. Then you have all of these terrorist groups you're also fighting. Yeah. Like you are, and the thing is, you're constantly fighting ideas, not a country or people focused all in one, which once again divides the scope. Now, the problem also with America and the problem with the American dream is the promise of the American dream and manifest destiny is beautiful. But the problem with it just like in the era that was made, the Gilded Age, it is a gilded reality because the American dream is only really accessible to 
and have predominantly been accessible to white, male, middle, upper middle class and up cisgendered men. Let's just be 100%, right? I'm not arguing with you in terms Me neither. of the profiling of it. Like, there is, there, they have those those advantages. They do. They have them 110%. But then you ask a guy, you, and you can do this around America, you ask a guy who just got a scholarship to Georgia Tech and ask him, do you not feel like you have a chance to make the show? Do you not have a chance to make the NBA? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. Given where you're from, look at Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at Colin Kaepernick, as great as he was. There are there are options. I'm not saying that it's 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 fair. It's never been about being fairness. That's the thing about the American dream. It wasn't everybody, everybody has this opportunity, but not everybody is guaranteed, right? I never used the word guarantee. You had that opportunity. That was the difference. No, but that's but that's exactly the prop the problem is because and I you know I've studied American history and I love American history. No, no. When the beginning of, of <laughs> Of, of that sentence of like, um, we find it in our nature that all men are created equal. And that's where shit went left. Because it was equal, but who did you to consider? To a certain point, yeah. You know like what I black mean? Black people were half a man on the Declaration of Independence. And we yeah. still are considered half a man. Yeah, three-fifths. Plus, like... Oh, don't forget, and, women aren't considered men. Women aren't considered to, to do anything. Oh, and oh, listen. Let's not forget Native people zero. Let's not forget zero. Um, Mexican people zero. Let's not forget Chinese immigrants when they came zero. So the times have changed drastically. But but the thing is, is the time has changed, right? But the problem is like now, the 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 and the American dream has to change to be accepting to everybody. And I, mean, I feel like debate, that's. Right? That's the fight between the supremacist whites and the rest of the entire the rest of the entire world. For Christ's sakes, is <laughs> why would why would you who grew up on a trust fund be like, yeah, of course, little Jimmy who's a Mexican born with third generation Chinese ties deserves to go to Harvard too? What? Are you kidding no, me? No, 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 bro. I would. I get what you mean, but I'm saying this, and you know why Trump? Never mind the racist connotations that mm-hmm. he, he espouses you it's know not why racist it's, connotations it's just racist that's true period I'm, you don't I'm need just, to put the connotation but at the end of it just <laughs> yeah. it's not racist. we will debate it bro you know the thing is think about trump who he is like rich wealthy rich wealthy well, I say old white guy I, I got who a inherited dollars. his billions if I got a million dollars, if I got a million dollar, um, what was it? A million dollar, um, like, uh, like a gift or whatever. Do whatever Bro, you want to pay yo, off listen, to start listen. your business. Wait a minute. I'd be a different guy right now. Parse, wait a minute. Parse, wait a minute. Parse, wait, parse, let's that's take- a lie. It's a lie. Every time people say that and he says that, I'm like, bro, get off your high horse. Tell people the truth. Because, you know, let's play. I'm bro, thinking about it. I have to say it because, or like people always get this wrong, and people love to say this about Trump, but it is not true. Once again, propaganda that he pushed upon. He his inheritance. You know how everybody keeps saying that he bankrupted the casino. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Why? Because the casino was owned by the trust that he and his siblings had. 
was owned by that trust. So all of his father's money, the last of it, they would literally, he would literally give it away at the at the table. So it would go to his son's, uh, to 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 the company's bank account, and then he li- completely liquidated the casino, ran it bankrupt, left it there, got somebody else to buy it, and he left with hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's what in the seventies, less kind of yeah. inflation. Seventies, eighties, yeah. So. For me, every time he says that, I'm like, you know what you did? You evaded inheritance tax laws? Bro, get off your high horse. Just say you got your dad's money. The problem with, the, and I even said, the, the problem with Trump is that he was 100% everything that is good and bad about the American dream wrapped up in one person. And that's like, that's where people were upset because even when he's saying these things are, homophobic, racist, discriminatory, hurtful, sexist, and all of that, it just brings it to light that, yo, America really wasn't made for us. I mean, and that's that was the problem from the time we arrived there. And I, I, I mean, there should be a lot more of a fairness in Africa for us to at least inhab- in, inhabit those roots and things like that. But you guys let us know in your comments and descriptions how you guys feel. Is the American dream dead? American dream not dead? Gladly debate it with you guys. It's 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 quite interesting, especially given this time. Mm-hmm. And as we uh, go, and as we go and continue on to this time, we, we continue and we get to the topic specifically of the elections. We talked about the American dream, and now the elections during the time that we have left. I know it's been a crazy few days. We've seen from the beginning, like specifically the elections abound. I know that I've been completely. I was both shocked and not shocked by what happened in the past two days. So quick recap. Basically, Biden takes a pretty good lead to begin with. And Trump comes back because from the first few states that declared winners, it was very very much Democratic. um, And that's the eastern seaboard. Uh, Then the Midwest, Midwest, West uh, and South basically all said Trump. And then the East came, and then the West came, all blue, basically mostly all blue. And so we have this great political picture of, of the country that is very much divided. Right in the middle is red. It looks like a blue, red, and blue Oreo. Am I surprised, or is, is anybody surprised that Trump is suing the is suing states like Michigan, Wisconsin, and asking for recounts in places like Georgia? Like, does this Bro, surprise anybody? Because it doesn't surprise time. me at all. The, what surprises me is how it looks on the map. That's surprising. I didn't expect certain states to swing the way they swung. I didn't expect Biden to even get close in Texas, but he did, which is amazing. Congratulations. But, dude, is anybody surprised about Trump being like, you know what? I'm just going to sue because. I think I'm going to lose. Paris, let's start with you. I think uh, I think that we have to I it's it's tough to say. It's tough to say if I really truly uh, expected this. I'll, my reaction generally at the first couple hours of the election was that, you know, Biden was going to take a lot of those states and I saw Biden winning in Florida and I said if Biden lose sorry, if Trump loses Florida or Texas, Write the election off. You're done. Big loss. You're done for sure. 
and it went it went really really tough we did we still didn't know who was going to win towards uh 2 a.m um who was going to win florida or texas Which is normally when people know <laughs> normally when people know um biden cleaned up i was surprised i was very very surprised when trump didn't win arizona i was surprised i was like oh that's that was definitely it's definitely a little little interesting no no arizona is surprising just by the amount of old people there yeah, it was, well, it's surprising for two reasons. One, the stimulus check was really working out for them. They were really struggling in terms of getting themselves because with COVID, right after that thing happened, a lot of people were trying for money out there in, in Wyoming, Idaho, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, you take your pick. So for him to not get Arizona, I was a little confused about that. I knew he wasn't going to win California. That was a dead loss for sure. He probably didn't campaign out there. It was Oregon. <laughs> and a big part of me was that I swear it was a big Trump following in Oregon. I remember seeing mm. that through the riots. I remember seeing that there's a lot of podcasts in Oregon and and, and Washington, Seattle that support Trump uh, on the airwaves. And surprisingly, they were all just blue immediately. So that was like a little confusing there, um, you know. And then of course with the fight and then the eventual take take up Michigan, I kind of half expected that to be a swing state. I thought that was going to be one of those key battleground ones. So I wasn't too mm. surprised that it went Biden went Trump. It could have went either way. But for him to sue. I think I speak for Rudy as well because we talked about this last night. Either side was going to sue. They were going to go. It's it's just obvious. It's- I think I don't think that forcefully uh, Biden would have sued um, personally because look at it. Even when he was, it wasn't looking great in a lot of the states. Like he was being very gracious about it, um, and he's been very gracious throughout this live stream the entire time. <laughs> like I was watching it as like. As we were filming the Everybody podcast, which you can CNN, also find, those broadcasters looked stunned. Like they were scared. I remember were, tuning up before they were, they were looking like, "Oh my God, is this seriously going to happen again?" And I, I thought it was half funny. <laughs> but when I woke up in the morning, obviously Florida went Trump, Texas went to Trump, but Biden cleaning out in Washington, Biden cleaning out in Michigan, that or oh, don't forget Oregon, and Colorado, like, New Mexico. Look. Nebraska was a split. It was a split 4-1. That usually doesn't happen often. Mm. So if that's going to be split, how come the rest of these states aren't getting split? That's another question that some people are asking. Some people are asking that the mail-in ballots came in late and not are counting the mail-in ballots. And why all of a sudden Trump had a million million and one uh, lead and now all of a sudden it's down to tie in Pennsylvania. Yeah. We have a lot of questions. No, no, but, oh, no, you know why? Okay, so Pennsylvania, and this is when, and I told you this, I was like, the reason why I'm actually upset about this election is that we're in the 21st century, okay? There is no reason in hell why why none of this should have been done faster and more automated, mm. but whatever. Because think about it. It took Al Gore losing the presidency over some... Like those machines for that he lost from were from the 1940s and 50s. Like, come on, get your act together, Florida. Now, the problem with Pennsylvania is that mail-in votes in Pennsylvania can only be registered after the, um, after the, no, during the polls. So, like the actual election day. So Which for means them to counting be counting them, they're gonna have to count them here, during election day. Like the amount of people that. Inherently, same thing for Nevada. Voted, the people that voted per se on election day is basically the entire, like a, a big portion of the entire state, voted on the same 
day. Like, it's a lot yeah. to count. You have arguably probably millions of people. Okay, well, well when you I, yeah, no, have but, millions. But, but I would also like to say this. Um, Nevada is now at 86% counted. They've been counting for three days. <laughs> what the hell is who, who's counting? <laughs> like I'm gonna say this for everybody at home watching. America needs to federalize this in some shape or way. make sure i'm still connected here sorry my bad guys out of state reform so the uh, sorry out of state voters we need to get a reform for that because out of state voters is going to confuse everybody right Mm. in terms of which state was won which state was lost and the bigger the electoral votes obviously if everybody just all of a sudden random that's 38 electoral votes it's a crazy amount of votes that are gonna get lost i mean the the thing is this the seats, the, the states that have the most electoral votes, the votes of the individual means less compared to states that have more electoral votes, have yep. less electoral votes, right? So Delaware, so, your vote counts more than somebody in, uh, in California. Or Texas, yeah. Like, I think it's like three, like almost like four to one. So like, yes. Right, yeah, and I understand why it's like that is to give everybody an equal say because obviously if you live in a big gentrification or just a big population mass, why should your vote count more than somebody who has a ninety thousand population? Everybody should be equal. So to even it out, they make the distribution to be a little more or less valuable. I get that; it's a whole mathematical thing. Well, and but you know the thing is, it's all Canada doesn't have that problem because half the people vote anyway, not the full, not the full country. Bro, like you'd be, but that's the thing. I think, well, because people have to understand the electoral college, like technically whoever, yeah. Like they have to understand how the electoral college works to really understand like the intricacies of it. Because it's like the electoral college is the greatest compromise ever, right? And it is also one of the biggest scams ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> like the person, <laughs> the person who made the electoral college, like the idea, that dude, Nobel Peace Prize, because that dude really scammed his way out. Bro, do you know? <laughs> yo, you know it's funny. Oh my gosh, now I feel bad because this teacher recently died. But in my grade ten uh, history in U.S. history class, um, everybody was given um, states to be like the the, the original colonies that, that became states. And they were, we were given a task to create a government. And at first, like, and we had a week. We had to find a solution by Friday. <laughs> and the first day in class, you think it's a joke, bro. So, like, I think I had Virginia. And, like, you're talking about, so not, people are like, oh, should we vote the president by population? Or should everybody only get two votes? No, 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 no. So, like, rep by pop or rep by... Just uh, uh, just a standard representation. Whoa. We fought this on Monday. We didn't have a solution on Friday. Like, like we have to pull a, a bag out of the hat at like 20 minutes before the end of class. <laughs> it took us six hours. 
do you know how long it took for them to figure out the electoral college? I think it's upwards to like two, three months of them debating. And I 100% believe them because I actually had the experience and said, this is tough because everybody's points are valid, right? Because it is a compromise, Especially right? so- Alexander Hamilton. His points are always valid. Did you not read those papers? <laughs> Down to the to the to the play and everything in that, <laughs> bro, bro, no, but because that's and what I'm saying is valid is because rep by population makes sense if you have a lot of people. California, sure. Texas would love that, right? Because basically they get to decide who's president. Yes, they do. They do. Right? And they'll pick a bunch do, of they'll pick a bunch of Reagan. States, the four biggest states is New York, Texas. Florida and California. If you were to win all four of those and clean out maybe the little miscellaneous 13, 11, and fives, you win the election. <laughs> no, but exactly. Every big election win, they have two, like three out of the four, right? Yeah. And this particular I, election is like, it's it's literally, it's 2-2. Two, two, so yeah. Still, Which is why we're in the game. mess that we're currently in. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody I, called it football game where both teams are trying to punt. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody's trying to score. <laughs> Bro, and and then when you actually think of, and then that rep by pop, and then just rep by standard representation, like everybody only has two representatives. Hence, this is why you have so many people, so many people having seats in, in the House in Congress, uh, represents in the House Congress, yep. and they're the ones who decide like, uh, who make the vote for the president, right? So basically, it is a great compromise. Granted, I don't like the three fifths of the man part. Every but... system has its flaws, though. Well, no, yeah. I mean, this the one thing is just about more it... blatant. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for <laughs> hating. Thanks for no, hating but... publicly. No, but let's no. But, I'll call bro, it what it is, dog. Bro, but we're but we're in direct suffrage, you know, right? Because and it depends. Like in a parliamentary system that has some level of direct suffrage, like in our case, like you can vote. Like, think about it. In our system, you can vote for a prime minister mm-hmm. that you, a prime minister that's in a different party than the person you want to be running your, like, the seat in the house. So, like, you yeah. can vote, you can vote red for the prime minister, but blue for the, the seat holder in your region. And that's yeah. what I call democracy. What do you call what's going on in the states, Parse? Well, you can do the same thing with your alderman or your senator, senator, right? But the thing is Bro, that when people come for votes out there, like you, you best stay with your clan. Because that, that's the, I mean, that's how it is. Parse, I got two questions. Two questions. Yeah. We are in 2020, okay? Yeah. Okay, there are two questions I got for you. Two. Why the, what the hell is an alderman? <laughs> and second of all, uh, of all, who, why are common everyday people yeah. still picking who is going to be the head corner of the state? Are you crazy? Bryce, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a medical degree? <laughs> no, I do not. Are you voting? Who's going to be the corridor? The system was made a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I get it back in the day, but today? Woo. Y'all gotta change that. Because, and you know the thing is? Bro, like, think about this. Think about how crazy this is another question, actually. 
This is another question I have for for the entire group. I I think we should pivot to this. This has been boggling my mind for a couple days now. Is what is the direction of the Constitution now? How do we change it to to accommodate 2020 and beyond? Because when they made this in 1776, it was supposed to accommodate 76 and beyond. And it did so for about 300 years. But now it's 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 a it's a little question. No, let's be 100. It was more like 200, and y'all been pushing it for the last pushing moment. it. So, so uh, like Canada is in a unique position because apparently, because you know, they reformed their constitution or made it official. It was 1971, right? 1982, dog. 82. With the charter of rights with my boy, Father Trudeau himself. May he be chilling in the top. Him, yo, may he be chilling up there with the OGs Moses and David for bringing down the. How do how do we change up this American Constitution? How do we make it more uh, modernized? Okay, see, that's an amazing question that I'm going to answer very simply. No, no, no. Um, First of all, no. That order, though. (laughs) We're not touching the corner. It's very special. It's very historic. <laughs> you of a historian should understand that. Imagine you coming to imagine you at your wedding saying, I'm a coroner. You know, I've done a lot of <laughs> PhD. Sir. Sir. <laughs> People without medical degrees should not be touching that. Like, like okay. think about it. Wait about, a minute. Wait a minute. I can be the, the like the coroner of the state and have no and background have no, re- have no relevance to the to the position. Yes, you can. That's, you can. That's and crazy. A common, ci- a common citizen can run for alderman. You can. You can. You alderman can. Cor- head coroner, bro. I, there's a whole list. Like when my aunt showed me the paper. Yeah, bro. I said, bro, I sat down like this is disgusting. Why do you think it took Obama's? Why do you think Obama all this time to get his his college degree intact? It takes a while to study all this stuff and know it. Can't just one day wise up and become senator. Gotta go through your emotions, man. See, here's no, what no. I you think. Have to even the rule now, you have to be plus thirty five to be president. I did not know that. No, no, if no House of Representatives thirty, mm-hmm. then House, then uh, Senate thirty five. Yeah, it passed my mind. Passed my passed my entire head. I did not. Did not remember that that was a that was a whole deal. See, here's how I would modernize the pre- history class. Here's how history I would, has to stay there, yeah. Big I shout do. out, <laughs> big shout outs to your so, teacher. God bless, God bless, God bless Mr. Trainer, bro. <laughs> rest in peace, rest stop. See, here's my perception. Here's how we modernize the U.S. Constitution. First of all, they're the fatal. They're the one thing that has preserved the U.S. Constitution all these years is the one killing blow. And it's the fact that you can't change the Constitution. Yeah, you can. Not you can't remove elements from the Constitution. No, yeah, the, the, you need an amendment to reverse an, a previous amendment or addition. But that's not the problem. But the problem to get is to that to point, the process to do it is so egregiously long, and unlike you, it's, no, it's, it's not super long. hard. No, it. Wait a minute, play. In the Canadian system, or in Let's many other countries, for a second. In many other countries, give me a second. In many other countries, it's very simple because you have a lot less provinces or states within the country. You have fifty, 
and you need a supermajority to get it changed. That's a lot. In Canada, when we ask for two-thirds, we have 13. I don't math much, but I'll say that's around about eight. Okay? <laughs> and if I'm wrong, shout me out in the comments. It's around about eight, nine. <laughs> okay? No, no, bro, because... Okay, in the U.S., because, yeah, I once again, remembering from my grade 10 class, bro, that's a trainer. Bro, okay, so you still, you need two-thirds of both houses to make an amendment to the Constitution, or you need two, or you need state legislators, two-thirds of state legislators that can ask Congress to call a national convention. The only conventions I go to are Paramorphicon, and that's the one I really want to go to. That's the only convention y'all gonna catch me at. Um, yeah, but no, Canada is actually harder. So yeah, you need you need a form approval from the Senate and the House of Commons, um, with at least two thirds of provinces, with at least fifty percent of all the provinces to agree. Wow. That's messy. Yeah, but it makes a lot more sense and it's a lot easier to do because to pass a bill through the House of Commons, you basically have to do it within a day. And then Senate gets like a week. It's a lot easier to do it in Canada. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so what would we do to change the Constitution? Remove yes. Trump as president? Yes. Well, man, you just. No, you actually, just can y'all go back to adding unlimited terms for presidents? That would actually help well, y'all. There's a couple of amendments I, I have a problem yeah, with. Yeah, because I feel. So the 11th Amendment is one of them. We can't bring up a, a lawsuit, apparently, against the legal, unless the, unless the U.S., for some odd reason, I can't effectively you know kind of sue people sue congress or something like that i'll read you what it says in the 11th well, yeah you well the, there's 33 amendments in the united states apparently this one stops you from uh, a lot like uh, there's just a lot of a lot of things in there that stop people from from doing certain things you know what i mean like just just normal things that i think should be um, should be normal so we'll start with the 11th amendment um I think that should be probably the first one we start with, probably. The 11th Amendment, okay? States that, you know, uh, wait a second. I just want to make sure I'm reading everything correctly. Mm. It was adopted to overrule U.S. Supreme Court's decisions in a lot of cases and things like that. I don't know why I'm struggling with this. My bad, my bad guys. <laughs> The 11th Amendment restricts the ability of individuals to bring suit against states in federal court. Now, I don't know why that's still an amendment in there, unless they probably had that ratified. Honestly, that's actually a fair one. That's, Me, the first I mean, one, I'm... Big one we put in there. The first, one, the first one I'm amending... <laughs> the first one I'm amending is the one about... Um, I think it's the 13th Amendment. That's the first one I'm amending. And yeah, that's the, the, the one about your, your body as a, as a human being or something like that? So no. Like, no, abolish slavery, Ryan? 
No, because <laughs> of the second part, the part that we tend to forget about. And it's the part that you basically you have your your um, your freedom unless you're a convicted criminal. No, then actually, you can legally. No, that's, that's not a, a thing. Have you, not seen, have you not seen the prison system? The amount of free labor that comes from the prison no, system no, today but is egregious. That's the one thing that I would change. That's my first thing that I would change if I have to change the U.S. Constitution. No, you know the thing is, technically they are being paid. Cents paid on the dollar? Not, not, not even cents on the dollar. Cents on the hour. And th- that's how you know it is actual slavery. Like, I think that that needs to, to change some way, somehow. I don't have the, so- the perfect solution as to how to change it because I've just been asked what I would change. You didn't ask me for no good no, so okay. solution. You know what I would have? I would have a Karen law. <laughs> okay. That that might work. That might work. <laughs> you cannot call the manager if you've not passed my my customer service. <laughs> you cannot you cannot talk to any school administrator if you have not crossed the proper channels of making sure that your child is a good child and actually doing their schoolwork. No, no, you I cannot would... scream at the referee at your kid's soccer game. Never. No. <laughs> no, no, my my problem. No, you know how that woman um, like tried. Back to- my word. I think America just needs to have a, a singular vision, like you said, and the clear. The I mean, don't create an enemy. I think that's the wrong thing, but they just need to have no, more no. of a. America vision. has too many enemies, and they too have many too, enemies, many- too many visions, too many ideas. No, not even too many. The, the problem with America is America needs to make the decision: Are we really going to be democratic? Are we re- really going to be about liberty? Are we really going to be about life? Like, you know, the other day in the car, we were just joking around and yeah. we're like, Americans, Americans love to talk about life, but actually hate any life. Like they actually yeah. love to make their lives harder. They love to anything that could possibly preserve or make their lives better. is automatically fraught, fraught with controversy. Think about it. I'm just saying the right <laughs> to bear arms. Healthcare. What? What is okay? Okay. Everybody no, 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 no. Listen. Everybody has a problem. We, right? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Listen, I'm not here to have that discussion with y'all. I'm just saying. Um, you're just pointing out the facts for the next episode. This is gonna. This is definitely a topic, I guess. Bro, it's very dangerous. About, from race relations to like, no, be. think about it. Think any time they could try and help and make people's lives easier, like actual life better healthier for you it is an automatic problem yeah 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 like that makes sense that makes sense and before you get into it i'm not gonna let you get into it because we have gotten to the end of our show thank you parse thank you playmaker for showing up on the show today we will continue to keep you guys um updated with our next episode will be dedicated to the results of the elections whenever those decide to come out officially probably in january (laughs) we'll definitely know by january (laughs) but um no 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 no. if y'all don't pick a president you know 
if I if I had to write in a vote, you know who I would have picked up? Picked AOC. Respect my home girl. Look, we'll talk about that in our next episode of the Blackjack Pack. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the entire Young Entertainment brand. You know that we are here for you. We're here to empower you all through our podcast, through our shows.